Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is September 8th, and this is episode 241. Hopefully, you guys are having a fantastic Friday today. What is up, Falcone? What is up, Baby Supra and Tasty Trees? Nice to see you guys in the chat. Appreciate you guys being here. As always, we've got some exciting, exciting things to talk about. So, uh, let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into it. As always, starting off here with our macro time frames. Weekly, what do we look like? What do we got? What's going on? Not a whole heck of a lot of change in the last two days. Obviously, we're still at the exact same level. <laughs> 25,800. Um, we continue to consolidate along this zone. We are still seeing uh, money flow flat lined, um, not really giving us a whole heck of a lot here. Market structures haven't changed. Fib lines haven't changed. None of that stuff. So as far as the macro is concerned, uh, we haven't changed our posturing completely. We are still TC down. We are still potentially invalidating towards six uh, bullish divergences, and we are still potentially looking at overall downside at the current moment the midterm time frames continue to bring themselves up from the ground brotato <laughs> they are ripping themselves up from the ground we are still holding the 25 800 level we did end up getting one day where we closed below it actually sorry two days closed below 25 800 we did say that was okay as per monday's episode so i still think that we're a long support you know we may end up tapping into it one two three more times before we actually bounce from uh, this point, if we're going to. But things are still looking pretty tasty, pretty set up on the medium terms, as long as everything doesn't completely go to shit and we completely turn ourselves back down. Uh, a little bit of hopium coming in from the NASDAQ and the S&P as well. They are still looking quite postured up in the macro environment. Um, how that could help us out is by, if by Monday, we start picking up, they start charging back towards their previous was support now resistance zones we should be looking at continuation up on bitcoin as well um jumping into the short terms three hour four hour you know again like they are posturing themselves back up the amount of volume we have right now is pitiful the fact that it's friday we're going into a weekend you know i'm not expecting pretty much anything out of the weekend other than just continuation of what we've been seeing here so very tight range playing within the uh, 26 two to three hundred dollars and 25 500 i could see us bouncing around a little bit longer probably for the next day and a half two days uh before deciding finally what's gonna happen here now i know it's been a question <laughs> 22k or 28k what's gonna come first uh the way things are rolling out right now it does seem like 28k is the is the target again not financial advice as always Got to be safe, got to be careful. That may end up changing sometime over the weekend. But as it stands right now, we do have bullish divergences. We are still continuing to round off this bottom. And we're still seeing support. So nothing's broken. Nothing's for sure yet. Bounce is much more likely than an actual break to the downside. Break to the downside would be basically uh, confirmed if we start closing below. It looks like 25.338. So... We start to see candle closes into and around that region down there. Uh, we potentially do start to look for some sort of spike break of uh, horizontal support. 
at that zone and continuation to the downside. Um, but until then, you know, I still think we're postured up. We're looking good. Nothing's too terribly too bad. All right. The fibs could be probably better. The volume could definitely be better. Um, but for the time being, we'll take what we can get, as I was saying about the S&P and NASDAQ. As we can see here, weekly, five day, mm, not really four day anymore. Um, those higher time frames are still turned to the upside with money flow pointing to the upside. As of right now, the four day is looking like a doji, but at the same time confirming a green dot. The worst thing we could do in the next four days, so by Thursday of next week, in order to turn this back down completely, we would need to see a red dot, lower uh, low candle close in that next four day, and wolf pack to reject the zero line here. Um, because we're getting a green dot, because we're still in the green money flow, and we're still kind of technically pointed up here on the four day, it's much more likely that this rejection is just short term, midterm, short term. We can see the 12 hour already kind of like, mm, not sure, not certain, trying to find some support and bottom out. Uh, six hour gives you a better idea of what I'm talking about, but there are still some things that we need to change in order to get this thing completely ramped back up into the bull's favor. Ooh, the coffee is good today, my friends. All right, yes, um, S&P levels to be watching out for. Um, going into Monday, we may see some sort of short-term rejection. We're still technically ranging between 440, sorry, 4400 and $40 and 4465 so whatever breaks here first, it does seem like we are looking at rejection off of the open. Probably come back down into the 4440, 4438 type of zone uh, before potentially looking for continuation. Again, overall, it's not looking bad. The short terms are actually kind of turned up. We just have market, sorry, moving average right above our heads. It is going to be a bit of a tough zone to get above 4465, 4470. But we can't know until we try. We're hanging around up here. We're not really completely getting rejected as of yet. The NASDAQ today did end up getting rejected off of that same shorter term moving average somewhat and then coming back above it. So again, not totally dead in the water. There is still hope for a short term, medium term correction push back up. If we find a lower high, potentially looking for continuation down. Altcoins total still at the exact same level. $1.02 trillion. We haven't poked below a trillion. We haven't poked above 1.05. Nothing here has changed. We continue to range. We're probably going to continue to range into the weekend. You know, you may see a certain shitcoin blast up. You may see another certain shitcoin take a dump. It's going to be sporadic. It's not going to be, you know, like clearly set up in any given way, I would imagine, for most of the altcoins. I would think that just the DGEN projects, you know, if there's going to be anything, it's going to be those that are going to be taken off. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, let's check news, make sure we don't got anything going on in the crypto space today. I know we have some important stuff coming up next week. Fed, FOMC, shenanigans, all that good stuff. What do we got today? How PayPal, PYUSD, could change the crypto landscape. Rand Goldimum cashed in some crypto. <laughs> Excellent. This guy went to prison in Turkey. Uh, doesn't look like a whole heck of a lot. We got a... Turkish crypto boss sentenced to over 11,000 years in prison. I don't know what they're trying to prove here, but, you know, he's definitely not going to be around to serve um, 111 sentences back to back. I don't think that's that would work. Um, so obviously he's in there for life. <laughs> oh, man. Not really else. A whole heck of a lot for news today, it looks like. That's fine. I mean, obviously we didn't move 
at all, basically. Price just stayed very flat. Popped up a little bit, came right back. Popped down a little bit, came right back. Um, the close today, yeah, as long as it's above 25800 I'm still not worried. We did see two days of close right below it, and we didn't see a massive breakdown. So as the at the moment, still looks like support, still looks like we're not too shabby to continue into next week. Let's take a look over here at the U.S. 10-year and the Dixie, and then we will finish things off uh, as per the podcast. Shrew Dixie, sitting above our 104.5, um, sitting at the 105, still... Mm, it does look like it has a little bit more to go. Looks like the top of the fibs are going to be closer to 106, 106.5 in the medium to midterm macro. The fact that we're pushing above the 16 hour and no, just the 16 hour, just the 16 hour moving average potentially has some strength built up in this thing. Uh, it's not for sure, for sure yet, but I mean, money flow still looking like continuation. I would expect some pain out of this still. I still think we could hit that 106, maybe hit a new local high, potentially to test into the 106, 107 type of zone. Um, before more than likely rejecting because the macros, well, well, there was quite a bit of, uh, quite a bit of setup before. It doesn't seem like we have that anymore. Yeah, I'd be cautious with going forward with Dixie and US tenure. They do look like they want to continue. We may end up restructuring into a more bullish type of structuring. That's not great stuff. Uh, macro US tenure, you know, volume overall is dropping, uh, from this previous point back here in October. So. Overall, I still think we're going to create a new divergence, a higher high with uh, lower highs on the oscillators, all that good stuff. We should start to peak out around 4.6, 4.7% if we are going to continue pushing up from here at the 4.26% on the US tenure. Yikes, not great stuff. The last time we saw that level was back in 2007. Yeah, not great, great stuff at all. Not great stuff. If this does start rejecting, obviously, you know, not great stuff for the economy. We'll see. Like I said, we're pretty far above the moving average. We could restructure. We could end up actually going much higher than I'm expecting here, sadly enough. You guys don't want to hear about the Canadian dollar? <laughs> tanking. <laughs> Absolutely tanking. Okay, so recap. Bitcoin weekend, probably not a whole lot of price action. More sideways. Um, tight little range. Tight little ranges, though, as we know, like to break out. Uh, we may see a move come a little bit early on Sunday, maybe into like towards close. Um, but otherwise, I'd be waiting for Monday or even Tuesday uh, before setting in new orders or looking for a really, really nice opportunity. Um, range wise, just go over it one more time 26,400 and 25,500 seem to be where we are stuck between in the current moment. Ethereum. Let's just check this real quick. Um, we are still showing signs of support ranging. We're at the bottom of support on and in the range. So again, a bounce from here very much more likely than actually dropping down. It does seem like the shorter terms though uh, do want to take potentially a step down towards 1580. Uh, if ETH is going to kind of go on its own little path take a break from Bitcoin for a bit and do what it wants. Um, especially if it completely invalidates and rejects here, we can see that we're closing below what was previous support. Now tested as resistance a couple times. We may end up seeing a rejection. We've still got descending horizontal support as well. 
in that 1580-1575 zone. So we may see a little bit more downside. We've already seen wicks into the zone as per last month. So I'm not like too, too worried about this. It doesn't really break uh, the triangle. It doesn't break the pattern. None of that stuff. All right, my friends. This episode is brought to you in part by TripleConfirmation.com. Head over there. Check it out. Decentralized, fully automated trading services. And as always, uh, we appreciate the heck out of you guys for taking the time to listen. Hope that you have a great rest of your Friday and a good weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. Take care.